Welcome to the Evening Beard Podcast, the most electrifying podcast you've ever laid your ears on. I am Black Charlie Brown, and alongside me is my co-host, Two Eyes. Electrify! And today, we are here to talk to you about the season finale of Lovecraft Country. We're here, we're not queer, but we're okay with that. With that being said, two eyes. How'd you feel about the season finale? You want me to tell you what I saw? What I peeped with one eye and the other eye also being open while watching it with both eyes? Yes. Question. While having left and right eye open to see it with two eyes? Question. Yes. Did it open up your third eye? Did you see things that you didn't think you would see before, but now that you've seen it, you can't unseen it? Well, see, when I seen it, right, mm-hmm. I said to myself, I knew I seen it, but I can do even much more with that. Because mm-hmm. I thought about it, right? My third eye opened. I'm like, oh, shit. I got both of my two eyes closed. My third eye opened watching this shit. This shit was on some next level. My eye was enjoying all all bits of it. And what did it perceive? What did it perceive? What did it perceive? It perceived the fact that I had every single bit of everything that I wanted in the show. I wanted some suspense. I wanted some action. You got that. I wanted to laugh. And you got that. I wanted some sci-fi. And you got that. And I wanted some fucking horror. And you got that. That too. With some monsters and witches and bitches. Mostly the monsters and witches. There was really no bitches. Except for one. Yeah. Anywho. When my third eye opened and shit, right? And she died. Stone cold. No stunner. Now. Not all stunner. Especially what happened after that. That was a choke slam all yes. ground. Yes. Oh. But anyway. Yeah. As as I've said before, I yeah. am Black Charlie Brown. This, my co-host, alongside me, is Two Eyes. Two Eyes. And today. Dos ojos. And today. we are Both gonna, open. And today. Why? And today. Close them. <laughs> open them again. And t- Blink with the left eye. Blink with the right Those are winks independently. Open back. Roll your eyebrows. They can't see you. But anyway. Do the rock. Nigga. Close them again. Nigga, we are here. Open them up. Nigga. See it. We. Two eyes. We are here to discuss the season one finale of Lovecraft Country. And let me tell you, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time. And I know what you guys have been waiting, pleading. Begging, asking us time and time again, when is this episode going to drop? When are we going to get a finale to the finale? Well, let me tell you, today look, is that day. Look, right. See, when I opened my eyes, my third eye opened, and it looked at you, questioned you, because ain't no goddamn person who even fucking ask you about this goddamn episode. Now, third eye closed. I'm back to me. I'm back to two eyes. Two eyes is like, yo, you right, though. They was waiting for this. They were waiting for this in the streets. About to be a certified hood classic. Okay? No Don DeMarco. <laughs> 
no Don DeMarco, okay? We dropping bars, no jail time, okay? And let me tell you something, this episode is special. You know why? All meat, no nugget. Because <laughs> This episode is special. You know why? I'll tell you why. Why? Because this is unedited. You're going to get the raw reactions. Raw. All the, the meat. The rawest. The raw hot takes. Not bloody. All well of, done. All of that shit. I don't like my steak like that. And now, we're going to get into a spoiler-free review of Lovecraft Country, the, the season Why? finale. And then... After that, guess what we're going to do two eyes? We're going to open the third eye. And we're going to spoil all of that shit. So if you have not, I repeat, I have not, have not seen the season finale episode 10. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Episode diez. Of Lovecraft Country. I ask you. I plead. With I, you. Beg, I of beg of you. To please. Go to HBO Now. Or Hulu. Or Hulu. Or some other website. I don't care. I don't And know. watch that 10th episode. Now. Without further ado. Without. My co-host. And I. Two eyes. And Black Charlie Brown, we are about to get into this spoiler-free review. Now, ooh, two eyes. Uh-huh. Give me your initial thoughts. Ooh, you want just two eyes or two eyes plus third eye? I don't want two eyes plus one right now. I need two eyes, regular nigga. Okay, regular nigga two eyes here. My initial thoughts, this was a banger, Okay. Like I said, a certified hood classic. This shit done wrapped up everything I wanted to know, everything I need to know, everything I thought about, everything I was concerned about, and how the fuck we gonna actually end this on a good foot. Okay? Okay, James Brown. Hey! Anyway, what I saw in this episode, right, was the culmination. Yeah, I'm using big words. I'm in college now. <laughs> hey! It's the culmination of the entire story. Everything that was led up so far. Not really any, no plot points left untouched. Everything wrapped up in a, teat, in a neat tight bow. Yes, I said teat, but it don't fucking matter. Because I know what I meant and I meant what I said. And I'm saying this. This is a great way to cap off this goddamn season and quite possibly in my opinion the series now black charlie brown take it from me what you got i think that this season finale was everything i could have asked for everything i could have wished for everything i could have thought of and more boy bueno every plot point every single moment in every single episode has led up to this. This is the end game of Lovecraft Country. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint. From Letty and what she did this episode with uh, Atticus and everything he did with Gia and everything she did. The gang, 
all got together. They said, you know what? We're going to do the best that we can to to not allow this thing to happen. We are not going to let this white bitch, this white devil become immortal. We are not going to let her win. And you know what they did? They did the damn thing. They succeeded. But to quote Thanos in that one scene that everybody from knows. the end game that everybody knows in quotes, what did it cost you? It cost me everything. And that's the end of the spoiler for your review. We're not going to say any more. We're not going to give you any more details. That is it for the spoiler free review. Now, we're on to the meat. No potatoes. Of this episode. We are now going to talk spoiler approved. Spoiler filled. Spoiler. I can't think of another word. Spoiler filled. So throw it out. Right now, it's about to go down. Now. If you're ready for two eyes plus third eye open, then stick around. If not, bye-bye. And that was your last uh, spoiler warning. Yes. Okay, now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes, the nitty-gritty, all of that shit. So, two eyes, what do you think of this amazing final episode of the first season of Lovecraft Country? Two eyes plus third eye? Yes. What did three eyes think? Three eyes. Okay, 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 okay. So, three eyes. Again, like two eyes. Thought this was a great wrap-up of everything that we talked about. Of every plot point that was so very well crafted. Of everything that led up to this moment. The twists and turns of every episode not only led up to and paid off with this final episode. Everything from the beginning to the very end. Okay? Could you give the people a recap episode, if you if you will? I won't. Well, okay then. Yeah. So, here's what basically happened, right? So, uh, Atticus, right, and L- Letty, right? They wanted to stop the stop the uh, prophecy, the future from happening, from taking place, right? Yes. From Atticus dying, which yes. which is the reason why they're doing all this stuff, right? Yeah. So. Uh, they have the book of names and all that shit, right? So basically, um, Atticus willingly takes uh, himself to Christina saying, hey, we're going to do this. Um, uh, they perform the sacrifice. It it works. It works for a minute. And I say a minute because Gia uh, recognized her true destiny to become one with the darkness. So we're just going to skip to the end? I'm, that's not the end of the end. That's, that the, middle the, end of the, end. that's the middle of the end. So, like I said, the the uh, sacrifice works. Atticus ends up dying. Um, Christina ends up becoming immortal for like a minute. And I say a minute because Leticia, uh, Leticia fucking Lewis, she pulled an Assassin's Creed and stabbed her in the back. Oh, knife. And uh, Gia, while that happening... Um, connecting them so that uh, Atticus's essence or whatever it is that made him unique and had to have him be the catalyst, a part of this sacrifice to make, to allow Christina to become immortal, not take. So um, Christina with a mortal injury dies 
at the hands later at the hands of D, who crushes her windpipe. Yes. After Christina pulls a white woman type shit, where she's like, "Oh D, D, help me! I'm trapped under this rubble. Could you move it out of the way?" And he's like, "You don't get uh-huh. it." Ha ha! And D's just like, "You don't get it, do you? You're still, you're still trying to do this." And you know what she does? She crushes her windpipe like that. Oh no, Easy. she doesn't crush her windpipe. She just breaks her fucking throat. That's that's what it that's what a windpipe is. No, but she not only breaks it, her fingers go through the skin. I know to blood splatters everywhere. I, I know that. I was there watching it. <laughs> you was there? I was I was there. He was just, he was in the back of Oh shit! Oh shit! I didn't know! Oh shit! But yeah, like, I'm not gonna lie. Rest in peace to Ruby. Actually, no. I mean, yeah, kind of. Because, like, this is the thing, right? The thing with Ruby is that I understand why she uh, kind of followed Christina for a time. But in the end, she was loyal to her sister, which was kind of good. But they didn't... They said that she... she Christina said that she died. She's dead. No, she, yeah, you put her, she put her in a comatose state. No, she's dead. Different. Oh, you do have to be dead for you to get that blood shit. Yeah. <sighs> She's dead, dead. She's gone. Yeah, she is dead, dead. But yeah, um. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, right? How do you. How do you. What, I have a lot of questions, but one of the questions I want to ask you was how do you, how'd you feel about the series overall? Like, what, what things were great about the series and what things weren't, uh, not so great, I guess? One thing that I can definitely say was great about the series was the callbacks, the the things that that seem minute or seem like they were just there for one episode that actually came back and made sense and actually progressed the story in an unforeseen way. Whenever you use a whenever you use a plot point from a previous episode that at the time seems like it's just a plot device to continue it. Then honestly, that's that's good writing in my in my book to use it in a way that's not that's not readily expected, in a way that allows the characters and allows the story to go in the way that you still want it to go. Mm-hmm. The one thing, another thing, I also very much enjoyed was the characters and their arcs, each of them going through their own individual arcs. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was your favorite episode? Ooh, honestly, I think my favorite episode might have been. The Hippolyta episode. Me too. Yeah, the Hippolyta-centric episode, I think, was my was think of my favorite. I think the reason why I like that episode uh, out of all of them is because it's the most, I don't want to say the most weird, but it's the most, like... It's the most sci-fi. Introspective, I, I believe. Yes, it is, actually. Because we didn't really know that much about Hippolyta's character before that. We got, like, bits, bits and pieces. Like, she was an astronomer. She's... she's uh, Fucking intelligent. Yeah, she's... Brilliant. She's, like, she literally, like... Smart as shit, man. Like rocket science and shit like that. Yeah, literally. And just, just I think the thing that made it special was that this was more than just her like being like lost in space. Yes. This was her like re-establishing, reconnecting with her um, multiple facets that made up her identity. Her being an individual, mm-hmm. wo- individual woman. Her um, being George's wife and her being uh, Dee's mother. 
you know? Yeah. The thing, the reason, part of the reason why I enjoy it, not only for the sci-fi elements of it, mm-hmm. but like, it's also the, it's also the writing. What is, what is being said? Why? And the fact that, that she wasn't lost when it came to where she was physically. Mm-hmm. She was just lost as to who she was as a person. Mm-hmm. And if anything, she wasn't losing herself or losing her way by going there. If anything, she was finding her way through being lost in space and time. Yeah, she was finding her way back to herself. And it was really kind of, I'm not going to lie, at the end it was really kind of sweet when we saw uh, like her and George after uh, after she, like, before she went back uh, through through the portal again, when she was like, uh, I don't know what, what, what recording or what uh, sample they used for that, but that part was just... Just amazing visually and like auditorily. Audibly, yeah. Audibly. Not audibly because I mean like I'm I'm saying that when it comes to the aspects of the audio that they use. Yeah. Not not just me receiving it, but the insertion of that in that uh, clip. Yeah. That made it special to me. But yeah, another another episode that I really liked was uh, Montrose. The one where they focus on Montrose. Yes, and actually. Him, like, Alan, him, uh, him, facing, him facing his identity crisis as a gay man. Yes. That was a great episode. It was very beautiful. Yeah, him finally accepting himself. Yeah. But, um, also, for a show that was set in the 40s, this is a, in the, in the 50s, this is a very progressive show. In terms of what? First of all, there's first of all there's um, technically a gay couple, Montrose and um, whatever the nigga's name was that that ran the shop. Um, Why well, am I thinking? Yeah, I know I know his name isn't Gary. I know his name isn't Gary. Imagine if this nigga's name was Gary. It's no, the fifties. A nigga could be named Gary in the fifties. But I know his name isn't Gary. No, he's literally just like one of the first niggas that we met. Yeah, he it's a it's, after, a, it's a Latin sounding name. After Tit came home. Yes, literally. Um, no, it's not Steve. Th- no, it's Steve. Steve, if this if this man's this name was quick. Steve, that would be hilarious. But yeah, keep talking. But um, also um, Ruby and Christina was a lesbian couple. Um, I, I wouldn't say that. I would say they're they're. It, it's kind of a stretch, but I think they're a, a trans couple. They're a trans. Both. They're both. a transcendent couple. Yes, but I think like. I mean, yeah, you could see them. I mean, since they don't technically identify, since they both technically identify as cis women, but since uh, they're fucking each other in different forms, but, what, how do you, but at the same time, yeah, they fucked each other first when she was a man and she and Ruby was a female. Yes. But then they also they also got together when both of them were females. Yes. So yeah, like I said, lesbian, you know, relationship. Okay. I'll I'll take it. She did. Um. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. If anything, this has been the not again. It's been a really good, really good show. I it it was really it was really good in the way that they handled the topics that they did, allowing my. And if anything, when we actually understood or learned about these things, it put so much more stuff in perspective for their character. It's not like it just happened randomly and it's just like, okay, well, that was unnecessary. That was unneeded. Like, no. Like, when we found out Montrose was actually gay and, like, 
that explains so much of why he was so hard on Tick. Because he didn't want him to grow up like... Because he didn't want Tick to grow up like him. Mm-hmm. Considering the fact that during... Especially during that time, they would have not only been shunned, but arrested and more than likely killed. For for actually being, you know, of the male variety that likes other male specimens. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense why, like... Why, like fucking George and Tick's mom was so close growing up. That makes like that makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah. So, if anything, like it's it's really it's really interesting. It's really interesting how like whenever we find out like things about the characters, it's not just done just to be done. It's done with an intent and purpose to expand upon the character. I'm not going to lie, um and it does it well. I'm not going to lie, one of my uh, favorite episodes, just like horror-wise, mm-hmm. was the ep- the Haunted House episode. That was like one of my favorite episodes. Oh, the one where they cleanse it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like how, like like you said, how every episode like came back as something important, you know? Yes. Like the elevator happened to be a fucking connection all the way down to under the museum. Mm-hmm. And how the fucking, again, like I said it before, the fucking... Cleansing up the house, the X on the door stopped Christina from being able to come in and stopped the police officer from being able to come in. Yeah. Magic users. Um I I enjoy I enjoy callbacks and shit like that. I, I enjoy the the constant the constant, you know, um reference back to the slave that ran out. Yeah. That kept on running away. And when we finally got to hear her talk and heard what she was saying. It was really interesting, but it's also like, I'm here for this. I also like how every episode kind of just ran together. Like, if, if you really could, like, binge watch this, it would be a whole movie. Like, I'm even telling though, you. Even though every episode is like an hour. That would be a long-ass movie. But still, that would be a great movie. Yes, it would be a great movie. Because honestly, if you was to really just look through it, if you was to really just, like, watch it in its entirety... Everything follows along like very well. Everything flows into the next. Um, what was your least favorite episode? My least favorite episode. Um, I'm not thinking about that. It's not. A, it's not the first episode. It's not. It might be. It might be the second episode. The second episode. Yes. When they find when they find them, I mean, like I'm trying to think of it because, like, after like they establish like the world and what's happening and shit, mm-hmm. every episode is a banger. I think the episode I didn't like the most. Hmm. I'm saying, and we're not we're not saying that like any every episodes ep- are trash, but like all of them, all of them are really good. So it's kind of hard to discern. Yeah, it's which really one is the it's worst. really hard to decide. Um. The. Like each episode is great. Like the one, I guess the one where they go on a treasure hunt. I guess. Damn, how can I say that? That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. They 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 were full Indiana Jones on that shit. I think I think it's that they found like a Native American two spirit, right? Yeah. And the fact they killed her at the end was kind of ass. That was very ass. He they went through all that fucking trouble just to. Actually, yeah, they went through all that trouble of actually doing all this, finding her, getting all this information, and then this man slits her fucking throat. Why? 
fucking why? I mean, we know why because he wants to. I know, I know, but that's the thing. That's the thing. They do shit that I don't like, but at the same time, it still makes sense with the character because you understand the motives and you already know what the motives are about. But at the same time, it still doesn't stop you from hating the fact that they did it. Yeah, I'm gonna think one of my. Who's your favorite character out of all the people in the cast? Um, hmm. That's a good question. For me, it's Letitia. Letitia fucking Lewis. Letitia fucking Lewis? She was solid, like, on everything, honestly. Everything. Bro, she was. She was. Solid. Bro, she was really. She was really, like, ride or die. Yeah. Like, high key. She didn't, like, Atticus. The thing with Atticus, he had. He very much had main character syndrome where he thought he thought he could do everything himself. Yeah. And the best part is when Letty and, uh, and, uh, Montreal. Atticus are a team. Oh yeah, Letty and, and they yeah, work together. You know. Yeah, she's telling him, "Yo, get your head out your ass. This is a team. Okay, it's not just you. You're not the only one that has to deal with this. Okay, your father was fucking kidnapped. I fucking died, literally, and, and came back to life. And, and you have not sustained shit. And I think another one of my favorite episodes was the one where they went back to uh, Tulsa. That was a powerful episode, bro. That was a great episode, but that was also annoying too when she was just fucking walking back instead of like trying to run back. Yeah, she was taking a long ass time. She was like the slow motion just made it long. I'm just like, nigga, she like fucking Hippolyta is out here dying. Get the fuck back in the goddamn portal. Yeah. She was out here walking, trying to be powerful and shit. All the bombs around her just fucking going around. I'm just like, nigga, like, get the fuck back. I understand the imagery and shit, but not. Damn it, it doesn't make a difference if fucking Hippolyta is gone. Yeah, come on, Alicia Keys. We don't need, we don't need you to be... This, this girl, girl is on, on fire. fire. Yeah, I'm glad you got that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like we don't need you to be there right now. We need you to get the fuck back through the portal so we can save everybody. Yes. But yeah, honestly, if I had to give this series a, a, like a number or some shit, it would be like 20 out of 10. I see, I see no faults with this. Well, like little faults. Cause honestly, no, I can see little faults because, uh, yeah. Honestly, uh, I still don't. Under, I still. I still personally don't understand how Jihee did. How Jihee took away fucking um, Christina's immortality. Yeah, but they explained it. They explained that she becomes one with the darkness. But what does no, that mean? No, they explained that shit. They said that if if uh, you link both of them together, it's going to take away her, her immortality. They said that specifically. Yes, that's what they said. Um, what was your favorite part of? The final episode, though. When, uh... Easy. When when Letty stabbed uh, Christina back. Oh, no. Fuck that. I mean, that was cool and great and stuff. When D crushed uh, Christina's one fight. Fair enough. Fair enough. Classic. Classic. Fair enough. Because cause at the same time, she was just in the car. Yeah. Just minding her own damn bitches. Chilling and shit. She was just chilling. Like I love how she was like, you still don't get it, do you? You don't understand, like, you done. It's over. Yeah. You lost. By the Confederacy. What? It's over, nigga. Fresh <laughs> the windpipe. Like a boss. Honestly, I think one of my favorite parts is when Hey, we we discussed this. Um, my favorite parts is when it was Hippolyta, Montrose, and Jihi, and they were fighting like thirty different like, they was fighting 30 different niggas at the same time. All th- like, everybody came running in from east side. And Hippolyta was fucking them up with the warrior training she got. Manchos was decking niggas in the face. 
Jeehee was out here beating the shit out of niggas. And it's 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 just the fact that like it's it's weird for me because it's the fact that they were all like calm and peaceful whenever they were there. But I guess because they were kind of like running the cult probably. Yeah. There was absolutely yeah, and very subdued. It's like, hey, those are niggers. Also I love gotta- I love how back in like the second episode mm-hmm. I guess when uh George is like, Hey listen, you bitches, all you white bitches, get the fuck out of here. This man owns y'all y'all asses. Let's get the fuck out of here. He's an heir to the throne. As bad as that, I was like, yo, shut. And, like, literally when he was watching, I was like, yo, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut, shut, Nick. Oh, oh, why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? But then it worked. I'm just still, but like, but why? There's sometimes where I just question Atticus. Because sometimes Atticus does really have fucking main character syndrome to where he just does shit that nobody would fucking do. Like what? Like the time, like like you just said when he was like, oh yeah, I'm the fucking, I'm the fucking heir. I'm the son of sons. Okay? All of you, all of you bitches, get the fuck out right now because I own you, ho. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, to be honest, I feel like it was because he was just following George's uh, step because he didn't want him to get fucked up or something. It wasn't just that. It was something else that he did, too. So he had to flex. No, no, no. It was something else that he did, too. I'm just like... It's the fact that he, like, went, went to Christina, like, multiple times. It was dealing... It, it yes, was that's what it was. Time. He just tried to go to Christina and just outright shoot her in the face. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Why? Why are you doing this? You don't know, like, she could fucking kill you right now if she wanted to. Yeah. She's only keeping you around because she needs you for her end goal. That's I, it. I'm not going to lie. I really could go into how, like, Christina is the embodiment of white feminism. Because, honestly, she she was ass through and through. She, don't, don't get me wrong. Let me, let me be honest. She's a great Christina, villain. Christina was a great villain. She was she made me frustrated and angry through and through throughout the whole, uh, throughout the whole series. I'm glad but, she got her due. But in the words of Missy Elliott, she's a bitch. Okay? Yes. Yeah, she really did not give a fuck about anybody. Barely Ruby. Barely Ruby. And I use barely loosely. So I want you to understand that yes. she used her actual lover's body bodies. to be able to... Yeah, huh? Bodies. No, body. Bodies. Bodies? Bodies, yes. What are you talking about bodies? Because William was her lover. And yes. That nigga died. And she used him. And she also used Ruby, too. So, bodies. With an S, as in plural. Okay, I wasn't... I wasn't... I was... I wasn't talking about Ruby at this point. I was talking about, like, how she used the body to be able to, you know, fuck Ruby and get Ruby on her side. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I don't think it was just that. I think it was more so the... Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Directly. No, no, you're saying, you're saying that she didn't care for anybody. I was like... I know, I know, I, I get what you're saying. I'm saying that when it came to her plan, she was, she used William as a disguise to uh, get Ruby on her side to turn her, to get her to follow her. Yeah. Also, the thing, the bad thing about it is that like, when Christina said some shit, like, like when Ruby was talking about like how she wanted, like, like the Emmett Till episode where yeah. it's like. But she was like, I don't give a fuck and I don't think you should either. I was gonna say I was gonna say what Ruby was talking about like how it is to be like a black person, like when you have to deal with all this shit. And then Christina's like, 
I don't, I care. don't fucking care. Yeah. But I don't care, and you truly don't either. Because at the end of the day, you still got what you wanted. You still fucked a white man, even if you wasn't in your black skin. At the end of the day, you wanted sex, and that's what you got. So yeah. don't come to me talking about this shit. Yeah. And what's bad is that I can't refute that because that's exactly what the fuck happened. Exactly. That was an interesting way to let, look at yo, it. And let me tell you something. Letty was trying to warn that girl. She was like, yo, she she bad business. She's bad trouble for you. You don't need to be around her. Ooh, Come around she bad us, business. But yeah, she, she didn't. But, she um, was like, but she's on our side. Yo, ooh, you don't get too fired up. Was, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. I low key. I, I was. I was low key thinking like, "Yo, Christina was helping y'all in the beginning." I'm like, "Oh, but no, no, she's not. Oh fuck, no, she's not." Yeah. Good. Golly. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah, um, when it came to the shit, the shit that that fuck with me, the shit that that like, I'm like, damn, because neither one of them are wrong. Is when they went to the, it went to the, uh, went to the grave. The last episode. Yes. When Letty was talking to Ruby. And Letty was like, family isn't just those that are related to you. It's those that, you know, you would sacrifice everything for in a second. I forgot Letty was a bum. I just remember Letty yeah, was no, a Yeah, no, no. That's the thing, a, too. Letty was shit. a whole fucking bum, yo. Letty, Letty was a fucking freeloading munching bum. Um, But, like... When she said that shit and then Ruby retorted with, yeah, you're right. But what I'm seeing right now, what you're doing, what you're trying to do, because Lady was like, hey, yo, get a, yo, get some of her blood and shit and bring it and pass it to me. Right? And then Rose is like. She tried it. It didn't work. Yeah, no. Rose is like, <laughs> yeah. So all I'm seeing is that you're still doing the same selfish fuck shit that you was doing before. But now you, but now you claim it's for a noble cause. So it's like, yeah, nah, I'm good. You should know. You should know what family fucking. You should know what family is. The problem is you don't. You're still only looking out for you. And the bad part about it is I can't even fucking argue against that because the argument has validity. I mean, she's right, but like, damn, like, <sighs> I feel like she really doesn't. I feel like Ruby doesn't give a fuck about how to get the rest of them. No, no, she does. She does not. The only person that she fucking cares about is Letty, because that's her sister. Yeah, she's but, gone up to wherever the but, fuck happens. But what I don't get, here's what I don't get, right? What I don't get is that Ruby knows that at that point that Letty is pregnant. Yes. With Atticus's baby. Yeah. So why wouldn't she just be like, oh, for my nephew? She doesn't care. Look, so long as Letty's okay, the baby's okay. She doesn't give a fuck about Atticus. Okay? I know that, but I'm saying. All this ties into all the other shit. But at the same time, whenever we whenever we are so associated with Letty being this good person and all this, you gotta remember, Rose is fucking... I'm sorry, Ruby is fucking... Ruby has a lifelong history with Letty being a bum, taking mooching from her. Letty fucking doing everything for her own selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. Letty... Not really giving a fuck about them as much as they give and give a fuck about her. Yes. And even if she does really care about them, which I know, which I'm sure that she does, it's still not exhibited in her actions. 
Because at the same time, it wasn't just it wasn't just Ruby that that felt away. It was also her brother that felt away. Cause her brother was also arguing at her like, "Yo, why the fuck you ain't coming to my mom's funeral?" Like, oh, like you know, da 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 da. Like, yo, why the f like this is the last time you're gonna borrow fucking money from me. This is the last time you're gonna stay at my fucking house freeloading without giving or doing anything. I feel like they should have told her that like they because Ruby was mad about the insurance money. She was mad about that shit. Yeah, she was. But thing, they should have told her that that insurance money wasn't from her mom. That was from Christina. I don't really think it was going to do much much of a difference at that point. Because after they found that out, it was already... I think they already patched it up. But even still, it's just like... It, it really wouldn't do much to fucking... It really wouldn't do much to change the situation. But honestly, It would just take one strike off of the long history of strikes against Letty. I mean, honestly, but if it was me, I would have loved to see, like, before Ruby died, I would have loved to have, like, Christine explain to, to her about, like, how she's been involved every step of the way and to have her die. Ooh. Because honestly, that, that would... That would... But at like, the same time... I, I would love to have Ruby... Now, I'm not saying that she's... I mean, yeah, she was... Kind of shit to to Letty, but I also understand because she's yeah, because because Letty's been also but, been shit but, to her. But here's the thing: like I would love for Ruby to die, knowing that Letty was right, that she was trying to protect her this whole time, that she was trying to do a selfless thing because she does care about her sister, because she does absolutely care about her well being, and she shouldn't fuck with somebody like Christina. That's the same. A time. white woman. A white woman. Oh, what? I will say it again. Dr. Umar Johnson, a white woman. <laughs> this series has, from the jump, has been don't trust white women. Don't trust white women. I say it again, Dr. Umar Johnson. Don't trust don't white witches. trust white women because they can fuck you over. Like, for example, another example, even though it's, it kind of counts as Ruby because Ruby did do that shit. But, oh, not even, not even fucking Ruby. When, uh, fucking Ruby was, what's, what's that girl name? Wendy or some shit? Whatever the fuck. Whatever her name is. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Rachel Dolier. So, remember when that she, is, remember when she was like in the break room and all those fucking white women were just like, ooh, you've been on the wild side of Chicago? Ooh, you've, you fucking been in those black clubs and shit? You frightened You've been, on, those you've been on the the, the the east side and shit. You must have been dangerous. You must have been scared. You must have been horrified. Yo, this what? Yo, like... Uh, we already talked about last podcast how I loved how she got back at the fucking boss. Yes. Uh, yeah, two, two, uh, do you want to conclude? No, I you don't want to conclude. I still you, got more shit to okay, talk what, about. What else do you have to say? I personally, when 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 she first, when Ruby first was saying, "Hey, I wanted to go with y'all down there," I was like, "I got bad vibes from this. Mm-hmm. This seems like some fuck shit's about to go down." Mm-hmm. When they were singing in the car, I'm just like, "Okay, something about to happen here. It's about to be fucked up." I was wrong. Okay, cool. Then Misha we Green, get to the end. The reason she said that, even though I'm, I'm not gonna lie, when I did watch that, it did give me some tension. Like, oh no, are you gonna get hit by a car or some shit? Bro, yeah, like, like legit. Yeah, yeah, but the reason the reason Misha Green did that was because she wanted to have the characters have a sense of joy and just a time 
to just like feel good after all the fucking drama that they've been through so far. Yeah. Just that one moment of of clarity of just being in good spirits and shit, you know? Yeah. That's why that that uh scene happened. Yeah, I no, I get exact I get what I seen happen, but also but also doubled as a sense of tension for the viewer. Because the viewer has seen that there is nothing really that goes smoothly for these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's true. Um and when that scene happened, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, what's gonna happen? Is it gonna be... Uh, okay, no, it's a good episode. Good, good scene, good scene. And then it turns out that fucking Christina was fucking Ruby the entire time. Not fucking her, but her. Okay? And Ruby, that, was, that was a great plot twist. I'm not gonna lie. That was bro, a great fucking that, plot twist. Bro, that I was, was good. Like, dun, dun, Because dun. it made sense. It was already established that you can do that. Mm-hmm. So, if anything, that made sense. Not only from a standpoint of a plot twist, but for a point of plot progression and to create some genuine conflict. Mm-hmm. This has been a really enjoyable story. Through and through, honestly. Um, throughout all the twists and turns, the, the ups and the downs, the plot points that actually made sense, the plot contrivances that didn't really occur. Um, out of everything, I thoroughly enjoyed this story. This was a very well... This was a very well-crafted story. Not only... Not only dialogue-wise, but visually. And I... And audio, like, the music, the inclusion, the sound effects, the sound design, everything about it was done very well. Everything was done very well. And, honestly, out of everything, I would give this show a 10 out of 10. Anything else you want to say, Black Charlie Brown? Yes, in fact, I would like to give a great big thank you to Misha Green, Jonathan Majors. Uh, I was about to say Jussie Smollett. He's not in this. No, his sister is. Journey Smollett. Uh, what's her name? Hippolyta. Um, damn. Let me pull up Don DB right quick. Let me pull up Don. You, sir, are a disgrace. Let me pull up the trusty IMDb. If you're just going to... Just say the character's name so that we don't offend anybody. I want to thank Journey Smollett, a.k.a. Letitia fucking Lewis. I want to thank Jonathan Majors, uh, Courtney B. Vance, Jamie Chung, etc., etc., and the great Michael K. Williams. As well as many others. Most importantly, I want to thank Misha Green. The person who thought of all this shit. The showrunner of this series. The mastermind behind this great epic. Thank you so much for making this show. For deciding the creative aspects of this show. For saying, hey... I like this. I want to put this in. Hey, I like this. Thank you for writing all this shit. Thank you. I greatly appreciate it. From the depths of my soul. Thank you. That's a little deep. It's deeper than deep. 
No, it's shallow. It's, 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 it's more shallow than deep. First but it's of still all, deep. I, yeah, first of all, I can say something just this oxymoron. You can't say something shallow and then something deep. No, it's the deepest of deep, the deepness of my soul. Nigga. No, no, it's, it's shallow don't, for something that's deep. Don't ruin this moment, okay? Sir. This is me. This, no, no, no. This is me. This is me. This is who I Boy, am. No, this is me, Black Charlie Brown, trying. This is me. This is me, Black Charlie Brown, trying to make a genuine, heartfelt, thank you, genuinely, as somebody who is a fan of horror, as somebody who is a fan of all black shit created by us, for us. I ain't fubu. Thank you so much. You you genuinely inspired me. You are on the top of my list of some of my favorite uh, creatives and filmmakers of today and showrunners of today. Thank you so much. That's all I gotta say. Say yes, sir. Yes. Oh. I genuinely watch this man about spit a novel. I mean it's based off a novel, so what's it so what's the issue? What? Gonna go up any harder. Any who's it? I genuinely want to send my praises. I want to say thank you to any and everybody that was associated with the show. The production, the pre-production, the post-production, the writing, the direction. Anybody who even gave a suggestion on the show. Thank you. Without all of these factors, without all of these amazing actors, without all of this direction and sense of knowing where it is that you want to go without actually with without without every bit of this show we would not have what we have right here which in my opinion is a masterpiece it is it is it is very good in some areas and amazing in others there is nothing i can say that is bad about this show this show has nothing but good praises, good thoughts, good energy, good feelings that's coming from me. I genuinely enjoy how each and each genre that it tackled meshed very well within the story that didn't make it seem disjointed, that didn't make the story seem unnecessary, that didn't make it veer off into a place that was boring or fluff or filler. There was no moment wasted and there was no plot point that could be taken out and the story would still remain intact, let alone be as good as it was. Each character was able to grow and change and adapt. And I know that's usually what happens with characters and character arcs, but it's not always done this well, especially with auxiliary characters. You may have a main cast, but not everybody but everybody doesn't always get the shine. Everybody doesn't always get the time to be fleshed out, to be a full person, to be understood, to be sympathized with, to actually to actually understand where they're coming from, to learn what it is that they discover as well, to be able to humanize characters, to be able to bring names and characteristics to life to where we as a viewer can understand and and honestly go through the story with them 
to be able to do that is very impressive. To be able to do that is something that not everybody can do. And to be able to do it this well with a cast of people that look like us is fucking phenomenal. That's written that's written by somebody that looks like us. While yes, it is good for representation, it is also just a great fucking show. In every sense of the word. It is great in its writing, in its directing, in its characters, in the character direction, in the story progression, in the small things that tie up and add up and make sense. And essentially how it started and how it ended with a full complete story. Misha Green, everybody involved in this. Thank you. That's all I have to say. This has been Two Eyes and Black Charlie Brown from the Anything Period Podcast. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.